heart-centered sales leader podcast, your one-stop shop for building client relationships, scaling your business, and ultimately growing your income. When you are looking for your next step in personal and financial growth, we've got you covered with your host, number one international best-selling author and heart-centered sales expert, Connie Whitman. Welcome to the Heart-Centered Sales Leader podcast on webtalkradio.net. I'm your heart-centered sales leader and, of course, host, Connie Whitman. I can't even say my own name today, guys. Now, I hope as you listen to the show, number one, you feel my passion just about helping you change your perspective. And here it is for me, the word sales and growing your business in general so that we all can clearly see what our success future looks like and whatever success means to you. Um, by incorporating the little changes that my guests and I will share with you today, I hope that you'll be able to create huge impact um, with building your client relationships, scaling your business, ultimately growing your income and really creating the life you desire. So we're taking that word sales. I'm on a movement, guys, mission <clears throat> from icky, sleazy, pushy to one of love, care, and respect. So that, to me, is what this show really represents. If you're loving the show, and hopefully loving me, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or, of course, YouTube, if that's your your jam. Um, rate, review, subscribe, and download, and, of course, share with your peeps. I will feel the love. And, by the way, I love when I read the, um, uh, the reviews and stuff. It really touches me. It inspires me to want to keep going. And I just want to keep making the program and the podcast better and better for you you guys um, to just keep learning and growing as well. So my so thank you for being with us today. Now my motivational quote is by Seth Godin and it says, "A brand is the set of expectations, memories, stories and relationships that taken together account for a consumer's decision to choose one product or service over another." So do you have a digital presence? Do you even know what that means? And do you have that clear brand? And more and more, we're hearing about um, gaining influence in our field of expertise. And a clear brand really helps us build that authority status, making us that go-to person or perhaps organization um, in your industry. Is your brand clearly defined? And that's a big question. I think you're you're thinking, oh my goodness, is it or isn't it? Well, of course, no worries. Um, in the next Next half hour, my guest and I, we are going to drill down, discuss about how to build your authority and the power it truly brings to you and your business. Now, my guest today is Molly Trotter. Molly is a former uh, television news anchor, and she left the news industry. She found her calling in the world of digital marketing, helping coaches and consultants. She specializes in on-camera coaching. We all need help with that. Increasing their influence and conversations through custom strategies to grow their business online using, um, I'm sorry, with the Dream Factory team. Now, Dream Factory builds your authority through branding on social media. So please help me welcome my beautiful, amazing expert, Molly Trotter, to the show. Molly, thank you for being on. Uh, thank you, Connie. I'm super excited to be here. Yes. When Molly and I first met, we met through another networking thing. And you will see, Trotty lo Trot um, Molly loves to talk as much as me. And we were like, but up, but up, but up, back and forth. And we found we really had so much synergy, so much energy, so many great things. And it was a no-brainer um, to have her as one of my guest experts on the show. So first question, how did you relate all of that experience from TV to now what you're doing. They're the same and yet they're not. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I was looking at that over the last it's almost almost four years now that I've been out of the news and I'm like, I see more correlations and now things are coming so full circle and it makes me laugh. But what it comes down to is I got into the news to really be able to give the underdog a voice. And, then you know, we turn it on and it's just really depressing. Right. And I was like, there has to be something more purposeful. So that hmm. like intuition of really want to be able to help give the underdog or just give people a louder voice, a bigger platform has really been easily carried over because on the news, I mean, breaking news. I had to think on my feet really quickly. It's chaos behind me uh, on the desk. You know, there's things that go wrong. You know, the teleprompter goes down. Oh my gosh, what are we doing? Um, and just uh, that on-camera presence takes a little bit to get to. Uh, but when you really lock into who you are, it's such a beautiful, it's such a beautiful thing. So I remember trying to be what I thought everybody else wanted me to be until I finally was like, you know what? Like, throw the script out, whatever. Like, here's Molly. Take it or leave it. You know what I mean? And that's what I love to be able to, to share with other people. So inside the space of really being able to help service entrepreneurs um, get that visibility, show people, here's my mentorship, my program, what have you, to really be able to help you in this certain area. I love that because it's purposeful work and it's it's being able to help others on a big scale. You help one coach. They have 10 clients. Those clients have families, friends and families, other clients. That ripple effect is huge. And then just even on camera work, so many people are terrified of public speaking, first of all. But then you got to go on camera. Now we're doing all these selfie videos and everybody's like, ugh, selfie. And I'm like, you know, we were even just talking about this earlier. My uh, my headshot for this is a selfie. I thought I was it was a cute backdrop. And I'm like, boop. And you're like, this was the best picture. This this whole age of, you know, the phones that we have and what we can do from them and being able to be visible so people can sh- like see who we are yeah. is so powerful. We just have to get over our own conversations in our mind of we're not good enough. We're not like this. We're not Oprah. We're not so and so. But Oprah yeah. had to start somewhere, too. So you just got to get started. So TV was my big start and, you know, very public for me trying to figure it out. Very smooth transition sure. to now. And now it's more purposeful. Yeah, which is rewarding, I think, from a career standpoint. And I was giggling uh, a couple of perspectives as you were speaking. The chaos behind you, the teleprompter not working, this going wrong. The show must go on, right? You you still had to deliver the news. You were on a schedule. Suck it up, move on, do what you got to do, right? Figure it out. So that's a really... Uh, tough skill to develop, but out of necessity, you learn how to just smile and and conquer and move through. And I was giggling as you were saying that because in my career, I I can remember speaking at events and the microphone didn't work. And I'm like, I got a big mouth. So I'm like, you all can hear me in the back, right? And and I'm like, you know what? Let me come down to you. Or it is what it is. Technology is not always going to be your friend. What are you going to do about it? And it was funny this uh, past week I had, I'm part of the New Jersey Bankers um, emerging leaders, faculty. Anyway, we had the class graduated. The 2020 that these people went through the education and came through and did their project. Just a shout out to my my peeps uh, in the emerging leaders program. Anyway, the technology wasn't working. We were all on Zoom and their slides went in, went in advance. And some of them got really thrown. And and my feedback to a couple of them was. Doesn't matter. Ignore the slides. They weren't working. You had six minutes to present and get us engaged. Ignore the slides and say, guys, you know what? I know my content. I'm just going to keep going from here. You don't need my slides. And continue with what you needed to share um, with us because technology is not always going to work. Chaos happens. Figure it out and what that looks like. And, you know, I mean, I've been doing this 38 years. You've been, you, you know, you were on the line of fire for a long time, um, like you said, and now translating that over. Um, 
it's hard. It's hard. We're not saying any of this is easy and that you're going to be um, a superstar overnight. But you got to just rip the Band-Aid off and go for it because we are in a time where media matters, our branding matters, the clarity of our message matters, our personality and who we are as business owners it matters. And, you know, Molly, you are you. You and I have met um, personally, again, via Zoom, but personally talking, chatting, goofing around. And, you know, then we were talking about business and Molly was the same. Connie's the same. You know, people meet me and they think, oh, you're the same in training as you are in your personal life. Like if they see me at an event with my family. You are who you are. Leverage yeah. your strengths and, and, and create magic for you. You cannot be a cookie cutter of someone else. And I think you do a really nice job of helping people find their voice so that they can be you and not try to fit into someone else's mold. Because that's when it becomes weird mm-hmm. and uncomfortable and it doesn't work, right? Yeah, you said something so key, and it's always been one of my favorite compliments that I've received is you're the same online that you are offline. And that is so key because the minute you try to like, you know, have multiple personalities, which let's face it, we all do at some point, right? But when it comes to business and personal life, like it should be the same. If what you're doing, if you're in alignment and it's of integrity, it should be the same. And that's what I loved about what you do. And that's why you're so successful at what you do. And then for for me, what I love being able to show people is look, just, just show people who you are. You don't have to spill every stinking secret, your guts, all the above, air your dirty laundry. You don't have to do that. But there's ways to really be able to share value and what you've learned because what you're going through, what you went through, for example, a month ago or a year ago, somebody's going through right now and they need to hear from you being like, hey, look, this is how I got through it. And that really helps build that authority figure because people want to connect with real people now more than ever. And it's like there's so many scammers out there that it's so important for you to show like to show up online. Yeah. You really have to. You got to build that authority and that brand, because, for example, we help a lot of clients when it comes to, you know, ads and really being able to drive drive paid traffic. But people, I'm like, if you don't have some kind of a brand for them to like Google you, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, something like they're going to be like, well, well, who is this person? You know, and you got to have you got to have that piece because now there's so many of us online right now. It's just so congested. Yeah, it is. It's funny. I did. I was asked to do a speaking event in the throes of, of COVID. And like me, you know, COVID affected me, my family, my kids, you know, my business, everything. And um, one of the questions that they they had asked me in, in the presenting was, well, how has COVID affected you? Now, I knew it was 150 people at the event. Um, I knew a majority of them. And the the chat blew up when I shared what I had been through through 2020. Because everybody thinks, oh, Connie's got it together. No, I don't. Like, I'm a, I'm a freaking hot mess, too, right? Half the time. But when I shared the story and the decision-making I had to make for 2020 of, you know, you have zero income coming in, but you have X money you're spending on your business. Do you stop so you could pay your household bills or do you continue with your business like pivotal moments of big decision making when you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars a month on business and I shared that that story and how I believed in myself that I knew okay if we go bankrupt we go bankrupt but in my heart I know this is the path I know this is what people need from me right in in from as a business owners my clients and the chat blew up about, oh, my God, Connie, we had no idea. Thank you for being vulnerable. Oh, how inspiring. And I'm thinking, inspiring? I just told you a really horrific story. Wow. But how how I, I, I 
pulled my bootstraps up, right? It kept moving forward. So that inspires people. We're so afraid to share our crap and our vulnerability. And yet when someone else hears that, they receive you even better and more intimately. And I don't mean that in a weird way when I say that, but they think like they honor you because you're being real and you're not, I didn't sugarcoat the crap I went through, right? We've all gone through crap in 2020. Own it, deal with it, share it and inspire from it. Don't get stuck in it, right? I don't get stuck in my, my crap. So yeah, you never know how you're inspired, but you gotta be you, um, you know, on and off the screen. And I believe that a hundred percent. What was the biggest lesson for you in 2020? Oh, man. It's a big um, one, right? First of all, like major props to you. You're speaking my language, vulnerability, intimacy, like all those words that make people's skin crawl. Like that is so important, especially us as women. Like that is one of our superpowers yeah. is when we can get people to connect that way. So I love that you said that. I just want to give you some credit there. Thank you. Just, I'm like, oh, Thank you. I love that. Um, biggest lesson in 2020. So, um, well, I actually got married in 2020. I wanted a bigger wedding, but me and my, my husband, we are like, we got engaged on the 3rd of July. And then less than a month later, we got married. The reason why we did that, cause we're like, you know what? We don't want to wait for all this, you know, normalcy, quote unquote, to come back. What's the point? So we, we just went for it. And so every, every idea I had as, for a wedding as a little girl, just had to chuck that out the window and say, what matters? marrying my best friend and doing what's right. And that's what we did. And we didn't have a ton of people there, maybe like 35 or something like that. But at the end of the day, like that was such a big, like pivoting moment because I could go business. I could go this and that, but like I chose to marry my best friend. We chose to marry each other in the midst of this like chaos. And we're so glad that we did. And so many people were like, that's so cool. Um, and it was, um, I mean, even now, like, you know, we're, we got a pandemic year, we got all the things, you know, like you mentioned in your business up and down, we've had that too. And then throwing in a new marriage on top of it. And we get to learn all that stuff about each other. I'm like, this is a year of exponential growth. (laughs) (laughs) Chaos. And grow. We are all phoenixes coming from the ashes. And yes. it's funny, it was like almost putting the wedding in the middle of the mix. It was the lesser of the chaos. It was almost like, this is the easy part of 2020, which anybody who's gone, you know, going through a marriage, getting married, right? That whole buildup there, it, it takes over your whole life. And you're like, let's do it in a month. What's the big deal? Oh. I commend you because as girls, you know, you, you dream from a little girl, right? Putting the towel on your head as your veil. I mean, the whole thing, we've all done it. And you know, Prince Charming is at the end of the runway. And here you're, you know, you have all the people, all eyes on you coming down that aisle. And you're like, yeah, let's do it on the beach barefoot, right? You're, you're, I'm, I don't know that you did that, but I'm giggling because my nephew, um, he and he, they got married. Same thing in July. I'm cracking up. You know, big wedding. We have a huge family. It was like going to be 150 or 175 people. And they were like, screw it. Let's get married. And it was my sister and their immediate family and her mom and dad and her siblings. They went to the beach. They got married. And it was a beautiful, joyous day. They shared the pictures with us. And we're going to party, you know, whenever all of this uh, nonsense, because we could celebrate live with them. But sometimes that shift seems so hard at the time. And yet it's the right thing to do. So great story. All right. Now let's shift. That was that was a great success story, I think, of saying, it's crap. Let's just get married and get it done. What was the biggest challenge of 2020 that online service-based businesses are experiencing? So not only your business, but maybe your your uh, clients as well. 
Yeah, I would say the biggest the biggest thing that we've seen is referral pools that have dried up because people are like, oh, no, we got to hold it in. Like, I can't help you. You can't like we just they didn't they needed to figure it out. So the referral pool drying up yeah. was was tough. You know, at the end of the day, we, we have had a lot of referrals, you know, through the pandemic. We actually have another success story for our business. But the hardest part, because we want to stick on that, because there have been hard parts is we've had some really good months. And then a complete dry month where nothing happened. And then it's like you go from a high to like a really low value. You're like, what the heck? And then it's just like, then it's that mindset. Are we going to get out? How are we going to do this? Like we're in an election year, pandemic year. We don't know what's going on. And the biggest thing is just that that mindset, you know, especially for me leading a team, you know, leading our our marketing and sales team. It's like, okay, like, you know, I'm, I'm listening and listening and, you know, just being able to kind of be that therapist for them and being like, hey, what are you going through? Let's check in. Because as you know, too, Connie, you know, in in sales, like it's it's it can be tough, you know, on that mindset, if you're not prepared to deal with it and you don't have the right tools and 2020 threw so many different things at you because you're like, is it me with sales? Is it the election year? Is it a pandemic year? Are people being, you know, frugal? What are we, you know, all these different things. So it's being able to like, okay, clear the table, take a couple deep breaths. I literally have something on my border here. It's like at the top of every hour, three deep breaths. And that's something I had to adopt because of just resetting. So yeah. I would say that was probably like my, my biggest hurdle of resetting of like, okay, we had some really great months and boom tank. And then it's like, okay, we come back up, boom tank. Like how was this, you know, what, what the heck is going on? There's no, that it's just kind of hard to follow. So that was just something where it's like, okay, you just got to trust and, and keep going. And I'm a, you know, I like to get out there. I like to work. Like I am so grateful for my parents instilling that in me. So I have other streams of income and I'm very grateful for that. Not everybody has that, but at the end of the day, I love what we do at the dream factor and what we've cultivated there. And I'm like, even if there has been, you know, some dry months and we got to figure it out how to carry the team through pay salaries, we still figured it out and we've we're really great at pivoting and just we'll see what this we'll see if this works. We'll see if this works. So the mindset piece. Long story short, the mindset piece was the biggest thing to overcome and reset constantly. And I had to find myself doing that more often. And it was constant. I I who as you were talking, I'm thinking, oh, there were several times where you know, you you almost freeze and think what do I do next? And then sit with it, right? And logic, think, and think no action is the worst thing I can do. Because once mm-hmm. we're in motion, that's when opportunity finds you and you, you start to build momentum. So you, you had to keep freezing and then what's that next step? Keep moving forward. So it's, it's hard, but you got to do it. And, and if 2020 taught nothing to all of us, and I don't care if you're a business owner, because a lot of my listeners are professionals, um, your organizations had to change and implement technology. And one company, uh, my husband, uh, a colleague, on her way home, when everything started going south, she had every technology store to buy laptops because she thought, we don't have our people set up, you know, to be working remotely. So she oh. bought however many computers and she said, don't know why I thought it. Every store on my way, Best Buy, this store. She says, I stopped Walmart. You name it, I stopped. I bought laptops, put it on the credit card. She was the best thing I could have done because then when they, when everything did go remote, 
Nobody can get computers. So she, wow. like divine intervention for whatever reason. But sometimes we have those moments where you got to listen to your gut. And it yeah. the leap of faith, you use the word of leap of faith. I do the leap of faith, faith a lot, but I have faith in myself because I too was instilled with the, with work hard. You need, if it needs to be done, I will get it done. I will figure it out. I will create it. I will make it work. But 2020, I, I don't think that's just you and I, Molly. I think everybody has lived through the chaos and have stories. I want you to sit and reflect, you know, Molly sharing, I'm sharing. What was your story? What, what You're the phoenix. How did you rise? What did you learn? Don't lose that lesson and how can you use it to leverage whatever's coming for you in 2021 or even beyond whether it's in your professional career or as a business owner. And the other thing you said that just so important is, um, we have to stay connected to people, even in the midst of chaos, and that you were the team leader, and <clears throat> excuse me, and you sometimes were a psychologist, and you said people stopped referring. And isn't it funny during 2020, I felt I was referring more than ever because <clears throat> I saw people struggling. Excuse me. I saw people struggling and thought, oh, my goodness, you need to meet you know, X, Y, Z, um, because this is this is your your uh, issue and they could fix it for you immediately. How important, <clears throat> speaking of that, is how important is it to hire a team? Oh, so good. Well, first of all, I'm, I'm like, <clears throat> I just love it because I was referring more in 2020 than ever before too. same thing. You're great at this. Hey, go talk to this person. You're great at that. Go talk to that person. Other people, you really got to see the mindset and how strong were they when they're, were they trying to hold back and like be of scarcity or of abundance? You really saw people's true character. So I'm like you, I just kept referring. But when it comes to building a team, this is, I love talking about this and I love that you asked this because everybody is good. We can be good at a lot of things, but what are you great at? And when people get into their business, for example, there might be an A and a B, and then you got the rest of the alphabet, but focus on A and B, whatever you're best at. And, and really just become the greatest, master those. And then what does it look like to hire a team? Because when you try to do all the things in your business, say you're really great at content, maybe you have a mastermind and that's what you wanna stick with, right? If you're not great at sales, if you're not great at closing, if you're not great at ads, building funnels, some type of lead generation, emails, integrations, the list literally can go on forever. That's right. <laughs> if you're not good at those, do you really want to take your time when time is the most precious resource we have and, and try to learn that when you never wanted to become an expert in that in the first place or hire a team so you can move that much faster further, whether it's money that drives you impact that drives you, whatever, you know, whatever's driving you, having a team is such a vital piece for growth. And so if you look at anybody that's successful, they have a team of people behind them. Maybe it's one, maybe it's 20, whatever that looks like for them. They they know that they can't do it alone. And if they try, you're basically just going to be a slave to your own business and you're not going to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor. And there's so many people that get stuck in that or people that don't even want to scale for the simple fact of I don't even know if there's a team out there that can help me and I can't manage all of this. But that's why I love your question is being able to bring this into the conversation. So it's like, hey, yes, there are teams out there that are wanting to help you that are that are great. And that's why I love what the Dream Factory is created is for people to, hey, focus on your A and B, the two things you're best at, whatever that may be. And then let us take care of the rest of the marketing needs for you. So then you can really be able to move that much faster. And it, and 
you can't do it alone. If you think you can, you're crazy. And this year, 2020, right? Income stopped. My husband lost his job. I mean, it was a bad year. You know, kid in college, the whole thing. My son is trying to find a job, graduated, couldn't find a job. You know, it, it, yeah, all that bad crap happened. It is what it is. And yet, I continued to work with my marketing team because I knew what I was building. I had to keep building and digitize all, of, which is what I started, la- you know, at the end of last year. And the other thing is, I spent a lot of money hiring a business coach in the throes of all of this. More money spent, but when you think of it logically, I can't scale. I can't get to the next piece with my business to insulate a COVID or another situation like this. I knew I did not have the expertise because we all, and Molly, you know this too, we all have blind spots and you, mm-hmm. they're blind spots. You can't see them. You don't know what you don't know. So you need someone to come in and say, well, did you know? And you're like, no, I didn't. And then they shine the light and you're going, oh, never even saw that. And oh, by the way, now I see it. I don't even know what to do with it. And that's mm-hmm. where you start to build your team, right? Identifying somebody needs to identify our blind spots and then we need to have them help us execute. And people are laughing saying, Bacani, you're a business coach. Yeah, that's true. Uh, guess what? I have blind spots too because I'm human. I'm human mm-hmm. in this business, you know, running this business as well. So I'm with you, team, 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 team. Um, you can't do it alone. And shame on you if you're trying because you're spending time that you should be doing your genius where you can be exponentially getting a return on your time. The return on investment of your time could be exponential by hiring a team of people to do what they should be doing that it, that will, you, you're spending, you're making more money doing your genius spent with what, what you're spending on the back end. So, mm-hmm. you know, we have to get out of our own see, mindset. Mindset's so darn important. Yeah. Let's talk about networking um, because, you know, you and I, I think, are both connectors. But why do you think networking is just so important for business owners, professionals, not even just business owners, but professionals for us to bring ourselves or get ourselves to that next level? Uh, Networking is everything. I mean, your network literally translates into your net worth. And if you do not put yourself out there, I mean, how do you expect for people to understand what you're doing, what's going on? And that's how we met is out of a networking group. And I have been like a master networker for like as long as I can remember, just because I'm like, you never know what somebody can need and you could be that connector piece. I refer people to so many different things all the time just because I'm like, hey, this is going to be great for you. I've already vetted it out. I've already tried it. And so networking is just so important because let's just take 2020, for example. I have a huge blessing that's come out of it is the fact of how we're choosing to network. I've been networking with people, so many more people globally because we don't have any in-person events. And I'm so grateful for that. There's people I would have never met or maybe clients we would have never been able to, you know, support or just good friends that I've now been able to connect with because we just, it was real people connecting with real people and having that genuine interest of, I want to get to know you. So it's so important because life is about relationships, whether you have the good ones, the bad ones, relationships affect you all over the place, but it's so, it's so deep. And especially in business, you've got to build that rapport. You've got to build that connection and put human, the human element first back into the connection you're making with people rather than just business, business, sales, sales, sales. And that's why the whole sales is icky, sleazy, like what are you trying to do? Networking, really build those relationships because when people, aside from you and I, because we love to refer regardless, when people start feeling comfortable again, oh my gosh, it'll just be like boom, 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 boom. Molly actually cared. Connie actually cared. You know, Brad actually cared. Like this person was real. So I love it because at the end of the day, like, 
you just never know when that relationship is going to come back around to either serve you on a hard day, be a client. You can be of service to them. Just look into it being like, how can I leave this person better from when I first found them and first connected with them? So networking is, is everything. And I spend every single day. I do a little bit or sometimes a lot of bit of networking all the time because you never know when you're going to find those gems. It's like searching for a diamond. You're not just like, or searching for gold even. Let's talk for gold. You got to sift, 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 sift through all the dirt, find these little pieces. It takes time to find those gems. But when you do, you're like, oh, this was so worth it. And it's funny because COVID, my husband was getting worried about me because we have a three floor house and I'm on the first floor of my office. And um, he'd come down and like kind of peek, like, are you ever coming up? And because I was doing, I was on Zoom probably 40 to 50 hours a week networking because I thought, wow, I have all this downtime. I wrote my book. I did all of those things. But it's like network, 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 do more, do more, meet more people globally. Let's do it. Oh, my God. I'm, this is a great group of women. They're introducing me. I need to. So I followed that momentum. And, it, you know, my I can't even believe the number of people I met this year um, that we're doing, like collaborating for stuff we're going to create in 2021. You and I, right before we started recording, we talked about business. How can we support each other in 2021? What is that going to look like? Because we're like-minded people. And Molly, I'll share what I said to you before we started the recording. I said to Molly, people I network with. If they don't resonate with me, that they have the highest of integrity and they're classy. Not that I'm a goofball. I don't think I'm classy. But my reputation, no one will ever tarnish that because I work hard to remain ethical and integrity and kind and loving and all of you know that heart-centered business owner. I will only work with people like that. So Molly and I were talking and I'm like, you're my peeps. And she introduced me to another gentleman. And I said, oh my God, he was a brother from another mother. Uh, he and I philosophically couldn't believe that we, like we felt like we knew each other. These are the people who I bring into my circle. I just don't bring anyone in. So I I love how you said you sift through the dirt to get to the gold. Um, You have to sift through the dirt to get to the gold and find your people that you will support. And what happens is the tide rises and we're all rising together. It's it's where the magic happened. And for me, Mm -hmm. it's my favorite part of what I do as a business owner. Yeah, yeah, you make the money on your stuff. But meeting amazing people and being able to support others. So together we grow it it's just it's a miracle to me every every time it happens i scratch my head and i think it happens and you're always surprised but it's a good surprise each time right did that does that make sense mom oh absolutely yeah. i mean yeah. the synergy of what you, everything that you say i'm just like yes and one thing i just want to again just give you some extra love here connie is your energy and how real you are right off the bat like you, you dive in, you cannonball in, you don't dip a toe in, you're not going to like, oh, let's see the temperature, boom, because then you can really understand who is this person, what are they about, and I love people like that, and I just love who you are and how you show up authentically, and I'm sure it just speaks to the success you've had, the relationships you've been able to build, and I, if I could meet Con- like a Connie every single day of the week and have new thank ones you. coming in, I would just be like, ah, it'd be so good, so I just want to say thank you, because yeah. people that are listening, watching this, whatever, like, be like Connie. <laughs> like Connie is, a, she's a go-getter. She's going to put the work in 40 to 50 hours on zoom. Totally know what that's like. 
But you're like, you know what? We got to, even in the moments where you're like, I don't know what's going to happen, just get something going. And you never know when that's something. 90 days later, you're like, because I did that activity, this is what I, I'm, I've been able to create now. To me, that's the magic of life, though, right? And I'm giggling. I have to, sh- well, I was giggling. I, I put my head over my when you said cannibal. My kid, because my, my kids tell me, there she goes again. And I'm like, I'm all in. Go big or go home. Like, I'm doing it or I'm not doing it. But there's none of this. I'm not a halfway kind of person. If I give you my, if I give in, if I say I'm going to work with you, I give you 190% or 200%. So I'm going to use the cannonball. My kids will be like, yeah, that's you, mom. Uh, just made me giggle. It was just a cute visual. Um, last question. We're, we're out of time. But what is the secret to building your authority online? You know, that whole television and people are nervous of the media, like what we're doing, podcasting and all of that. Really quick, like in three minutes, secrets to building yeah. your authority. How do you do it? Yeah, you got it. Well, obviously, everybody knows the C word, consistency. So enough said. You just got to show up and keep showing up. But show up who who you are. Show up who Molly is, Connie is, whoever's listening to this. Don't try to be like what you see on TV. Don't try to be like those people that have been doing this for years. They all had to start at some point. Just show up what matters to you. What do you want to talk about? Why is it valuable for other people? And go for it. If you got to write out a spreadsheet for ideas, write out a spreadsheet. If you need to contact somebody that you know that is really good at this just to get a few pointers, go for it. At the end of the day, you, you got to be consistent at it, but show up as you because then you're really going to feel seen and heard by other people if you choose to show up like somebody else because you think that's what they want to see you're never truly going to click in it's never going to feel right because you have to be in alignment so um, I remember when that happened for me it felt like oh the chains broke off you know the the burden was lifted here's Molly take it or leave it and it doesn't matter if people are for or against you you're going to build your own inner circle the people that actually care for you and that are for you when you show up as you yeah, and, and so well said. You want to find your people, guys, because when you don't, it, it becomes real uncomfortable. You know, in my 20 years in business, I've had clients that I've walked away from the business. And again, Molly, I'm not independently wealthy, right? I have kids. You know, money is, has, has been super tight through the years. And I remember this one particular client. I was early on. I was maybe in business four or five years. And I met the CEO, and he took me to the country club and the whole thing. And I came home, and my husband said, so, and it was quite a quite a large contract and maybe 25 grand. And uh, I said, I can't take the business. And my husband's like, oh, good. Like, you know, great. We have bills to pay. I don't like him. And my husband's like, what? And I'm like, listen, it's beyond not liking someone. Suck it up. You know, you can't always get along with people. Philosophically, what he was trying to build in his organization and philosophically, my values, they were so dynamically opposed that to get in front of his people and and say what he wanted me to say it was so against my my inner being i i i walked away from the business and i said to my husband here's the thing can we use the money yes at what cost man i'm like mm. i feel like i'm selling a piece of my soul for this for the money what kind of business am i building and my husband said integrity who you are you cannot ever abandon your values because my values are really key to me and i walked away from the business and that happened more than more than once i'll I'll be honest with you and you know sometimes it was tough financially and that money surely could have come in but at, at what cost so so everything you're saying when you show up your authentic self guys the right clients find you that you love and they love and you you the right job find you with the right 
boss and and it's all of a sudden everything falls into place as soon as you start saying well i need the money what does it matter it matters it becomes a real slippery slope so i i agree show up as your authentic self don't try to be connie don't try to be molly you know don't, don't try to be joe next door who are you be you and magic happens it's it's crazy it's crazy um and i know people are listening and go she's out of her mind i'm really not listen to me i'm talking from a lot of experience i'm old here right so you just gotta laugh guys i think and and if this authority building this video this digital present and you're thinking i can't breathe reach out to molly guys just have a conversation i love her i again i've met some people on her team i loved them the depth of what you see with molly the depth behind her is just you know a home run uh so website is dreamfactoryco.com dreamfactoryco.com if you have questions please reach out to molly directly it's molly trotter t-r-o-t-t-e-r at the business club academy.com i will post them on the show notes you guys will be able to find her reach out have a conversation um my first conversation with molly it was like we we had known each other for a hundred years and then i met nick and you know shout out to nick who just he and i we we were on longer than we were supposed to be and i'm like oh my god i have to go to the bathroom he's like oh my god i have another call we just got right you can see that with nick he has Um, that effect on people he's he was wonderful and i thought i love this organization i'm happy to refer to them because they're my people they have my values they have my philosophy so uh check out molly again molly trotter at the business club academy.com uh again all that will be on your show notes folks uh you need me i hope you need a little me more me, a little more connie in your life right everybody needs a little more connie in their life uh go to whitmanassos.com everything is there guys my free communication style assessment my book is there my master classes are there page of free resources and downloadables for you i've got your back i really want you to all succeed um let's you know the end of the year is coming let's let 2021 just let us all knock it out of the park and we could do that together so um use my resources at whitmanassos.com the show is there and if you think you should be a guest on my show you have a compelling story application is there too i'm listening i'm here for you uh molly thank you again love your energy love the information the vulnerability the ideas just move man just let's move let's keep let's keep rocking it um that's where magic happens so thank you so much for being on yeah thank you connie i appreciate it it's been fun always always fun hanging out with you my friend and you guys i hope you will join me weekly as we question build and discover together how heart-centered sales can easily help you grow allowing you to embrace sales and realizing that these little shifts in your mindset we talked a lot about mindset today uh to be heart-centered professionals is possible and it's easier than you think you know it's there Open it. Step into it. Stop repelling it. Stop fighting it. Thank you for tuning in to the Heart Centered Sales Leader Podcast with me, your Heart Centered Sales Leader and host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. I wish you all a wonderful week. Please open your mind um, to the client relationships that are possible as you become and you step into that Heart Centered Sales Leader uh, position that really you're destined to be. I'm excited and so honored to have you on this journey with me, and I'll see you all next week. Have a great one, guys. 
been listening to the Heart-Centered Sales Leader Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to hear Connie Whitman and her expert guests share tips, tools, and strategies that can be implemented immediately. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow.